We went to Cardiff for the week because it was half term. We took a, a couple of days to go to a city, which is always a bit weird to us when we live in such a beautiful countryside that you go to the city for a couple of days. But we were enjoying the, the city, the traffic, the fire engines, uh, engines going past in the, uh, in the nighttime and all the city stuff you get. But on the way home, we got in the car. And I don't know if you know this, but Cardiff have introduced a new speeding thing it's 20 miles an hour with cameras everywhere. The whole of Wales. Anyway, I was driving out, and could you imagine the moaning and the groaning that was coming from the car? It was like, why are we going so slow? And it's like there's nothing on the road. People could cross about four times before the car got there. It was so painful. And it was about nine miles of agony for Rachel because I just whinged and moaned and groaned. But we're good at groaning, aren't we? The people of God were groaning, moaning, complaining. We're hot, they complained. We're hungry, they moaned. Where are we going? They started to say. Moses just sighed and shook his head. God had rescued his people from Egypt. And now he was leading them through the wilderness to a special land, a land that he had promised to to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob, a place that would be fantastic. They should be grateful. They should be joyful. They should be singing and dancing along the way. But no, they were moaning and groaning. We're tired. We're thirsty. Are we nearly there yet? So Moses prayed. And God answered. From fresh, cool Beautiful water came from dusty, dry rocks. And God gave his people something beautiful to drink. Plump, meaty quail arrived at dinner time. And the people ate till they were stuffed. And and for breakfast, the people woke up. And when they looked outside... It looked like it had snowed. You see, you remember that first fresh? It was like covered in white. And they're all look, looking at it going, what is it? And Danny said the word manu or mana. What, what, what is this? And when they tasted it, oh, it tasted of wafers and honey. Oh, could you imagine that every day? I mean, it's like crunching up conflicts, but better in the morning, every morning. It was bread every day. It tasted delicious. And you think the people would be happy that God is providing for them on this wilderness journey. But no, they still went, moaned and groaned. We're lost. We're scared. We should have stayed in Egypt. Don't be ridiculous said Moses. God promised that we can trust in him. And he led them. He led them through the day with a a pillar of cloud and through the night with a pillar of fire. 
He guided them, showed them the way to go. He gave them 10 rules so they could have a happy life. And he introduced something called the tabernacle, a place where they could go and worship. But the people still whinged and moaned. What's going to happen to us? Why is it taking so long? In fact, they even started to say, should we get another God? But Moses led them, moaning and groaning, all the way to the edge of the promised land. I love the idea that God provides. He provides everything for us. You know, harvest, what we're celebrating today, never used to happen every year. In fact, it, 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 basically at one point, uh, St. Paul's in, in London said, no, we do this every year. But up to then, they only celebrated harvest if there really was a good harvest. So some years, the people would be hungry and they wouldn't celebrate harvest because it had been a bad year. Or sometimes the people celebrated harvest because there had been so much. Harvest is a time when we remember how good God has been. It's like harvest every day now, isn't it? Because we can have whatever we want any time of year. If you want strawberries today, I'm sure you could go to Tesco's or Sainsbury's or wherever you shop and you could find strawberries. Because harvest is now a thing that happens throughout the world. We are really blessed. Harvest is a time where we stop and remember that God has been good for us. So what are you grateful for? So why don't we pray together? And how about we say some things that we're thankful for? So everyone think, okay, I'll give you a couple of seconds to think. What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for this harvest? Are you ready? Shall we start at the top end and work down? Oh, I'm not sure how high high I need to go. If you're in your 80s or 90s, what are you grateful for? Everything. Everything. Amen. Family. Family. Amen. What about in your 60s or 70s? What are you grateful for? Sunshine. Sunshine. Amen. Your kind friends. Your kind friends. Amen. Health and strength. Health and strength. Amen. Pineapples. 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 Amen. Amen. What about in your... 40s and 50s. Silence. Silence. Oh. <laughs> Amen. Good friends. Good friends. Amen. Family. 
family, amen. A country in peace. A country in peace. It's important, isn't it? Amen. What about in your 20s and 30s? <laughs> Give them chance. <laughs> Health. Yeah. What about those under twenty? What are you grateful for? Family and cats. Right at the back, Daniel? Toys. Toys, yes, I'm in. Carrots. Yes, I'm in. Ham, I'm in. <laughs> Cat. Pet. Yes, I'm in. What was that one? Your panda world. Life and the world. Yes, I'm in. Well done. Any more? Father, we are grateful for all the good things that you put in our life. And Father, there's a lot more things that we haven't mentioned. But thank you that you love us so much that you put good things around us. Father, we pray for those who don't, those who struggle, those who find in life tough at this time. Give them your comfort and your love. We pray in your name. Amen. There's a verse in the Bible. Well, it's a prayer that Jesus taught us. And it says this. Give us today our... Oh, you guys are good. Daily bread. And if you were Jewish and you heard that, you would think of two things. Because they were always taught to look and read their Old Testament. You know what I mean? They always knew their scripture really off by heart. So if you say to someone, daily bread, they would go to a verse immediately. You know what that verse says? It says, give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. It's from Proverbs chapter 30. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me my daily bread. And these people who are following Jesus, sorry, following Jesus, following Moses, and they're out. Every day, bread from heaven would fall. And it was just enough for that day. If they took too much, it would just go off. And if they took too little, God would still provide. It would be just enough. It was enough to get them through. Every day, God gave them just enough. A time when people weren't hungry. A time when there was no rich or poor, that everyone was the same. Someone asked me once, they said, how, how, how do I love God? Or how, how do I give God some money? Or how, how do I show my appreciation to God? And you know what the Bible says? How you do that? It's by giving to other people. If you want to love God, love others in his name. If you want to give to God, give to others in his name. 
Jesus said that when the end of the world comes, he'll split people into two groups, like sheep and goats. And he'll say to one group, I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. And they were like, when? He said, when you did it for the least of my people, you did it for me. And I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. And I was naked, and you gave me some clothes. I was in prison, and you came to visit. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me in. Whenever we do something for others in Jesus' name, it's like doing that to God. God has given us so much. May we be so generous by what he gives by giving to others. Maybe this week, maybe ask God to prompt you by the Holy Spirit, maybe to give or to do or to show love in some way. And lastly, I want to read a little bit from the Bible. This is a, from the Gospel of John. And uh, this is, the people had just seen Jesus do an amazing miracle. Feed 5,000 people with a little boy's picnic. And they were so excited. Now, the, the disciples, they got in a boat and they crossed the lake. Jesus went walking with them. But when the people saw this the next May, they got up and they ran around the lake. And they came to Jesus and said, show us some signs. Show us that, that you're the Messiah. Show us uh, the, the signs that we need, you need to see. And they said, what sign then will you give us that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestor ate the manna in the wilderness, and it was written that he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you that Moses, who had given you the bread from heaven, sorry, it was not Moses who had given you bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So they said, Always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The true bread. You know, you know, if you ever been so hungry that, that when you eat food, it just tastes so good? I, I'd gone camping with friends and we hadn't eaten for two days. And uh, we were really hungry. So we decided that we'd scavenge and find some food. So someone found some potatoes. I won't ask where from. And we'd taken a fish out the river. And we, were, we, we cooked the potatoes. And they had no salt. They had nothing with them but just boiled potatoes and some fish. We don't even know what it was. But the taste of that food after not eating for a while just was beautiful and delicious. <coughs> Jesus says he'll satisfy us. The only satisfactions we'll find in life is through him. You won't find it in food, in drink. You won't find it in money or wealth. If you want true to find what really is true and what's from heaven, it's God. He is the bread of life. So let us pray. So, Father, I pray and thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he is the bread of heaven, that he came down to give us life and life in all its fullness. And I pray this harvest, as we celebrate, as when we think of all the things that we're grateful for, 
We're grateful for Jesus coming to rescue us, to lead us back to the true promised land that is with you. So bless us this harvest and bless those who find life a struggle. Be with us, we pray in your name. Amen. John's going to come and lead us in prayers now. So I'll make room.